Thank you for joining us on a Morally Podcast with Tony Maine. Morally Podcast is purpose built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morally Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. Welcome to today's episode of a More Elite Podcast with Tony Main. I'm happy to be your host and I'm happy to have on a, you know, well, I think what started as a professional friend and it's very nice for over time, like-minded type purpose-driven people can, can get together and, and kind of grow, Beth. So Beth, thank you so much. Beth Morgan from Columbia, Columbia Center for Veteran Transition and Integration joining us today. Thank you, Tony, for having me. It's always good to see your face and be able to, to chat about all the good work that we're doing. Yeah, and as we're going to talk about higher education, of course, I had to ensure um, that, that I'm representing uh, the Block O from The Ohio State University um, on, on, the, on this podcast. Um, tell me a little bit, and for our audience, just as that introduction, kind of your role and about Columbia's Center for Veteran Transition and Integration. Sure. So the Center for Veteran Transition and Integration, we use the acronym CVTI, um, is based at Columbia University, but we are external facing. So we develop resources, um, work with veteran service organizations, with other colleges and universities to help the transitioning service member and veteran get to, through, and beyond college. So all of the work that we do is free, you know, for those that are interested but it is all about getting them to the possibility of being admitted to a college. How can they go being successful to college? And then also that beyond finding that meaningful career and moving on after college or to graduate school. When you mentioned external facing, and there's a reason that you, you come on podcasts, you, you share your events, and we're going to talk about the virtual college fair here in, in, in a moment, because that's really why we're on here. It's coming up next week. It's pre I think it's just an Here's the thing, you're Columbia University. You're the Ivy League. What, what spurned Columbia's really desire to want to be this, ex, not just focus on recruiting their own talent, but just this love of the veterans. It's not normally what we think of traditionally, big America in terms of the Ivy Leagues. What, what is that culture like at Columbia that may feel or seem a little bit different? Sure. Well, I think it goes back to um, what Columbia has done historically. You know, back during World War II, they established the School of General Studies, which was really you know, built to help the non-traditional student who wanted to pursue higher education. A lot of them at the time were veterans that were coming, you know, after World War II. And so we have this long history of working with non-traditional students. And about five years ago, the idea came, well, what's next? And we have about 500 former enlisted that are on our campus pursuing higher education, sitting right beside that 18-year-old who just came from high school. Um, and we just saw that there was you know, so much value in having student veterans on our campus. And so we wanted to think about what we could do you know, to create this type of environment throughout the country and help support those that were going to institutions outside of Columbia. And so that's why the center was stood up about five years ago. How can we take what we've learned, the lessons, the best practices, the things that we've done at Columbia and, and export that and help others 
create this inclusive environment on their campuses or to help VSOs enhance what they're doing. So that's really you know, the reason behind CVTI, why all of us were brought on board to be a part of that, that team was just to continue what we think we were doing fairly well um, as a university and continue to help others do that. I, I want to brag on Columbia real quick and just share a personal story. When Dean Curtis Rogers from the gen, <laughs> Dean of the general, general, is it called Dean of general, the college of general studies? He's the vice Dean of the school of general studies. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll promote him. He's now promoted in, 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 in my eyes. And he came down to United States special operations command, sat, sat on a panel and there was a question posed to the panel of, what is your organization doing for veterans? It was really like give your elevator speech why you're kind of, kind of, kind of good at what you you do. Why why are you here? And after a university had talked about like this building on campus, that kind of segregated building, and this this is where people can come in a safe space, which is great and, and is needed. Kind of touched on Columbia's model, the integration piece. Mm -hmm. We want to get veterans in with our students. We want to. We don't want to have them be with students, then take them away to then say, now this is no, the safe space is, is you almost being a leader again. And when we look at what Columbia is now doing with the virtual college fair, and the next one is coming up this Thursday, the 28th, three to five, totally online, you know, using technology, you'd mentioned the external, uh, what, why, why is there a second one? How did the first one go? Well, the first one came about during the pandemic. You know, um, there were a lot of admission officers, including the ones at Columbia, that weren't able to travel. And so a lot of this, as you know, you mentioned, a lot of this is about outreach and getting to the transitioning service member on the installation or getting to student veterans at community colleges, engaging with them, telling them, you know, that that next step to a four-year college is there for them. And so because admission officers weren't able to do that, we as a center felt like this was an opportunity for us to help them. And so we put together, um, worked with a platform, a virtual platform to be able to bring, I think last year we had about 80 institutions from across the country that participated, um, really just giving them an opportunity to engage with folks, give student veterans an opportunity to ask the questions that they had about applying to different institutions, really just to sort of, you know, our philosophy is explore, open your mind to different, you know, schools, have those schools that you really are excited about and want to apply to, but then also, you know, open your mind to some other small liberal arts colleges or a school in another state. And so we wanted to give folks an opportunity to access these people in an easy way. And so that's why we did the virtual college fair. We thought about, do we want to do this again? Um, you know, given that the world is opening up and, you know, people are, are now able, admission officers are starting to travel a little bit more now, but we still felt like, you know, this is still an opportunity for folks, um, especially for active duty service members, you know, student veterans that can't get to an information session in another state or you know are working to give them an opportunity two hours out of their day hopefully in the right time frame you know to be able to access these institutions and vice versa to give the universities an opportunity to see that there are student veterans out there that want to attend their institutions so we have about um as of today i think we're close to a hundred um, outstanding growth is always a good thing well generally is a good thing 
yep, around the country that are going to be there. Um, and we just think it's a great opportunity to connect these two groups that really need to talk to each other and get well, well, let's talk about that talking then, because I'm, I'm not saying I'm confused, but if it's my first time and I'm going to go into this thing, like, is, are, are people talking at me? Do I have to raise my hand? Like if I register for this event, free event, of course, it's virtual. I mean, there's, there's the goodness of doing this. What, 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 how, how do I take advantage of this as a participant? It's really set up um, in the same way that a live education fair would be set up. You think of each institution has its booth. So if it was live, you would walk up to a booth and you talk to a representative there and they'd hand you brochures and answer your questions. So this is virtual. But again, you as a participant, you're able to enter into this platform and see all the different institutions. All of their booths will be set up. They'll have videos, you know, in those booths so you can see what the school is all about. And then you'll be able to either chat with them, um, just typing on your computer, or most of the institutions will also have a Zoom link. Well, they'll be live and you'll be able to pop in, ask your questions, talk to them for a few minutes and then pop back out and visit another institution. So as I log in, then the, the first kind of like the mainframe that, that comes in is just a, a listing of schools and just selecting from the available list. No appointment yep. necessary. No nope. kind of kind, kind of what, what so you had mentioned transition service members. But as I'm thinking about this, is this really any active duty kind of no matter where they're at? I mean, you might find out if a school does or doesn't veterans, no matter where they're at. And then I would think can spouses take advantage of this too? Absolutely. Um, you know, again, that active duty service member who maybe is going to transition out from a year from now, never too early to start thinking about what the possibilities are. If you think you're going to go back to your home of record, see if, you know, an institution, you know, in the state is going to be there and just start talking, you know, to them. Um, again, I always, you know, I think having a couple, you know, on your list that you think are schools that you'd like to, you know, visit and then having a couple that you don't. Um, but it is an opportunity where you can just sort of jump in and, and, and pop around. And I would encourage military spouses. We, we know that they are sometimes the information gatherers of, of things. They can pop in, um, for themselves personally but also for, you know, their transitioning spouse if higher education is, is on their radar. Well, I tell you, if you want to get a transitioning service member to actually do something that, that, it, that is married, it is the spouse that can be quite the initiator of action. So I think I got a methodology. I think I know what I might do, though. If I had my target schools and I wanted to ask some questions, I might pop into my non-target schools if I was kind of worried about how this was going to go in case I was nervous or something like this is, this is almost like interviewing. If you have particular questions, if you wanted to gain some information before you hit your targets. It is. Um, but again, I know sometimes people get nervous and they, and mm -hmm. they think, you know, Oh my gosh, this is an admission officer. I really want to go to this, this school. Um, I wouldn't view it as, as that. This is really just a first step. This is their opportunity to gather information and for also for the college or university to sort of sell what they have. Yeah. Um, so it really, you know, hopefully, I know it's easy for me to say, but hopefully people, you know, won't feel nervous, you know, about it. And if they go to the landing page for the college fair, the place where they go to register, they'll also see, we've put up a couple of videos. We had some great folks that um, helped us create 
videos around this. How do you navigate the college fair? And then also, what does it mean to be military inclusive? Because we hear that a lot, military friendly school, you know, it's to, to give people a, you know, a, a place to be able to sort of come from as they're thinking about the questions that they might want to ask admission officers. So I would encourage folks to look at those videos too, to just sort of give them a foundation of a place to start before they, you know, enter into the session. I'm also happy, as always, to talk to folks, um, anybody who plans on participating, to talk to them beforehand and help them strategize how to navigate navigate the fair. Because it really is a great opportunity, you know, to get the information that you need to make this transition to higher education, whenever that might be. And so part of the introduction is kind of a, the last question about the fair. But something I always try to ask about is I always try to chase the dollar sign. So I would assume since these are the ad admission folks and, and understand the full scope of applying that financing the education. So everything from someone still in service looking to maybe get an advanced degree because it's necessary for promotion um, or, or, or their BA or, or their MA, MS, depending on what it might be. Um, and then from the veterans looking at yellow ribbon, tuition assistance versus GI Bill, the, these folks are qualified for that. To answer those types of questions, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, um, most of the booths will be staffed by admission officers um, who should have you know, be able to answer, you know, preliminary questions about financial aid, whether school is, you know, yellow ribbon, what does it generally mean in terms of financing your education? Obviously, everyone's situation is different, but they can give them a, you know, a general sense of things. Um, but also, many times there'll be veteran center directors in the booths as well. So that can really help them talk them through how to navigate the entire process and what the campus experience might be like. And some even bring student, current student veterans to sit in the booth to answer those questions about what it really is like um, to, to be a student at the institution. So they'll all, you know, in various configurations, we'll all, you know, have those types of people that can answer, you know, the questions um, that day. No, that's, that's great. And so I wanted to put this up here again. We're running social media through our platforms just to try to inform the audience, both, both email as well as social media. You know, Veterans.columbia.edu backslash CBTI um, underscore and then fair is where you can go. We'll put that in the chat window as well. And Beth, I want to thank you for coming on. You know, you always come on in a moment's notice. I hope this helps and push more active duty veterans, family members to take advantage of what Columbia is trying to do as being a true integrator amongst our population. Absolutely. And again, I'm just grateful that we've got a hundred, you know, colleges and universities out there that want to be there that really want to have more student veterans on their campus. And so they're coming to this um, event in the hopes of finding those folks. So I encourage people to sign up and just, just explore. Well, thank you, Beth. We appreciate it once again. I hope you have a great rest of your week there in, in Southern California. And I, I hope it's disappointed for most of those uh, Dodger fans too here um, uh, tomorrow evening. All right, so you have, you have a great one. Thank you so much, Beth, for being with us. Thank you. All right, so once again, that was Beth Morgan, Columbia University Center for Veteran Transition and Integration. You will not find 
a better partner because you won't find a more qualified source of educational information than that center. They're always looking forward for the veterans. Once again, last time we'll tell you, at least on this podcast, veterans.columbia.edu backslash CVTI underscore then fair is where you want to go to register for this event for spouses, for active duty, for veterans, and just like this podcast, for America. Until next time, take some time today to do something great for somebody else. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with Tony May, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at tonymain.podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.